Welcome to Hacking the Hustle. This is your host, Benjamin Sklar, and I am pumped to have David Berkowitz on the podcast today. What's up, David? Hey, how's it going? Great seeing you, Ben. You too. So for those listening, a little background on David. David is a marketing and strategy leader in New York City where we met, and he's the founder of Serial Marketers. David has spoken at over 350 events, including South by Southwest and CES, and has been a guest lecturer at MIT, Yale, and NYU. And a little fun fact, he's been an expert witness in social media marketing in a trial before the New York State Supreme Court. And David works currently with tech startups on marketing, business development, corporate strategy. And I invited him on the podcast today because... I think David is doing a really good job at building an online community, and I feel like moving forward, online community building is going to be really relevant for every company and industry, and particularly while social distancing and the coronavirus continue to keep us apart. So let's kick it off, David. First off, how are you doing? Where are you? Uh, doing well in the middle of Manhattan and uh, yeah, just uh, just trying to stay healthy and functioning. Nice. Well, that's good to hear. So can you share about your background and what online community are you currently building and how you got started? Uh, yeah, so so I've got a background that, that spans some uh, digital media, uh, a lot of time on the agency side, working with shops like 360i under Dentsu and, and MRY under Publicis. And then, then went over to the marketing tech side and started doing some in-house consulting. And, uh, and then uh, a couple of years ago, I was, I was wrapping up this assignment and, and I had this idea when I started consulting under the name Serial Marketer, which is a, a whole longer story. I, as soon as I, I, I came to that name, I'm like, you know, this is a good name for my consulting practice, but a lot of people identify as Serial Marketers. What if there was a community around that? And that was 2016. And I, it took me a couple of years to get to the point because I'm part of a lot of communities. Uh, yeah, some are amazing, some die really quickly. It's like, okay, how is this going to add value? But I, but in July 2018, I launched this community, Serial Marketers, with the motto, learn, try, and share. And so it's designed for experiential learners and just a way to bring marketers together uh, to connect with each other and, and, and just like you know and, and just keep things fresh and uh, and so uh, so uh, started building this on slack and it's been growing ever since Wow amazing so you created a free slack account and invite people to this slack channel for free and they can chat and communicate with each other all for free yeah and look like like I'm actually exploring some paid models right now. Uh, where still, uh, and, and it's more just because I've got a big roadmap for what I want to do with it. And, uh, and, and just, I want to be able to invest even more now. I mean, we crossed the thousand member mark uh, several weeks ago. We're now uh, about uh, 1150 members. And uh, uh, yeah, and it's, they're all great people. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, the numbers can mean a lot or they can mean nothing. Uh, and, and, you know, just most important to me, they're all like people I'd want to grab coffee or beer with and just just like, like I'd want to listen to their own podcasts and presentations. And, uh, uh, so, so that, that's where I just get really excited by it. But yeah, I I mean, it's all free and, and, and even in any ideas I have for 
for monetizing it further. It's about keeping what's there entirely free. And, mm-hmm. and people post jobs. I, I, I hear on a regular basis, people are doing business with each other. I post things where like a friend of mine's looking for an agency. They're not in the community. I'm like, okay, like whether or not I can mention it, it was an amazing fashion brand that uh, a friend of mine works at. And I posted uh, something for her in the group and and I got some terrific responses to it. And, and, and I'd be surprised if she didn't wind up working with one. But I'm, I'm hearing things like that that are happening within the community all the time. I just get to use it like other members do. Yeah, that's great. So what advice would you have for someone who wants to start an online community, whether they be interested in stocks or real estate or education, and they want to build a community because they think they have a great network, but they feel like they can do something with it. Where do they even start? And how do they, what are, what are some lessons that you've learned? Well, well, a, a lot of it is starting with, uh, with what that goal is, what you want it to be about, what you think is missing out there. You know, some of it's like starting any company or brand where you want to do a little homework, see is there something exactly like this out there? Is there just something that's exactly what you want that you just didn't realize existed yet? Uh, maybe, maybe the differentiating factor is that you just have this amazing network and, and the differentiator is you, right? Uh, like, and, and that's great, you know, as long as you have some sense of what that purpose is beyond that. Uh, I, I was really conscious that, and, and one of the reasons it took me a couple of years to start the community was I didn't want this to be just some like friends of David Berkowitz group. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I wanted this to to be able to provide a lot more value beyond that. And uh, um, but uh, but uh, but it's figuring out that kind of purpose. What do, like what do you want to focus on? Is it going to be focusing a lot around? Uh, around conversations? Is it jobs? Is it like if it's a stock community, is it heavily around stock tips? Is it, uh, uh, do, you, like, do you need to be able to place trades within there? And then I, th- I think one of the things that also is going to come up is, is people might be on, on Slack or maybe even a LinkedIn group or Discord or WhatsApp and say like, I'm going to start one of these things. Uh, and, and what's just so important is to to get the big idea down first, get what you want people to be able to do with this community and then say like, okay, is this the best place for it, right? Like, like I found Slack to be much better than a, a lot of the best communities I've been on and I'm still on to this day are actually Google groups, right? Like just mm-hmm. really simple email lists and they're effective and there they're are a few terrific ones that I'm part of. Um, but you can't have these breakout conversations. You can't, you know, uh, have, have like theme rooms and things like that. And so, so this is where Slack, for, for me, the idea, you mentioned South by Southwest, the idea that you can have 50 people in the group who are obsessed with talking about South by Southwest, ideally for when it comes back next year, uh, and no one else has to be there for it. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I, I love things like that. Uh, um, but, uh, and, and that helped me figure out okay, you know, I can't do this on Facebook. I can't do this on email. And then, uh, and then figuring out like, where are the right channels for it. And so, uh, uh, and, and then also, you know, what, what is that monetization plan? Is this going to be just good karma for you? Is it going to refer business your way? Are you going to, uh, are you going to charge for it out of the gate? Will it be a freemium model? Uh, and then start seeing, well, how feasible is that with the kind of platform you're doing? Like, do you have the right value proposition for it? And just starting to acid test it. Mm-hmm. Well, that was really interesting. 
you said a lot of good points in there. So for me, I've created a few online communities, meaning invited 100 people to a WhatsApp group. So, but it kind of ends there. I, what, what do you recommend? Once you create the platform and the online community invite X amount of people, how do you manage it? How do you actually keep it engaging? Well, well, one of the most surprising factors I've seen in the community is that, that I would not have been able to predict who some of the biggest catalysts are. Uh, and and I, I, I see people like this guy, Weston Woodward, who's this amazing, uh, who's this amazing connector out of Austin, uh, a, a friend of mine who I've known for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, maybe, Valeria Maltoni, who's this incredible blogger uh, out of Philadelphia. I mean, there are people like, like that who are just some of the, the early believers and adopters of this thing that, that I wouldn't have necessarily thought like, like they'd be some of these linchpins. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and some of it is, is like, you know, I, I, I feel like I still don't know the right balance for how active I should be on every, like, like should I comment on practically every post? Should I like every post? Mm -hmm. Things like that. But early on, you do need to spend more of that time massaging it. I went through plenty of those weeks where I'm like, is anyone even out there? Is anyone using this thing? I don't know, you know, I don't know if this is a thing. And, and I, I was also okay with that idea uh, that most of these run their course pretty quickly. Um, but because, uh, you know, one of the challenges with starting these communities is that you're putting yourself out there. Uh, and, and like any startup, most of the time, they don't work. I'm, you know, uh, you know I'm stunned that this keeps growing in, in terms, not just size, but engagement and, and value for people. But that, that wasn't like, I, you know, I, I, it wasn't like do this or bust kind of thing. It's just, it does take a lot of that legwork. And one of the things you need to be willing to do is iterate a lot, you know, like, like a very simple uh, kind of boring thing that, uh, uh, that I do that I think is extremely important is, is every other week I've got this uh, I've got this wonderful freelancer out of Poland. I had a, a, another friend who was doing this from the States before who's compiling all the top posts from the group. And, and I send this to this members only email list on MailChimp. And so they, so, that, so every other week they get an email with highlights of what's going on in the community. Cause I also, I'm in enough Slack communities where I have no clue what's going on. I can't be active in, in every Slack community I'm in. I'm on email a million times a day though. So it's just like little things like this that, uh, and, and look, if that didn't work, I'd try something else. And uh, uh, so, so just being willing to iterate, experiment and try to see how you make the group come to life. And look, like, like if there are hundreds of people that are only interacting with the group via email and don't even log back into Slack, like that's okay. They're still part of the community. Mm -hmm. That's great. How, how do you get people to learn about your community and, and share their email and sign up? You know, it, it's really organic. What, what I, I did from day one is still what I have and could probably improve upon a bit because I'm learning and making stuff up as I go along uh, is, is when I launched the community uh, in 2018, I started this, I, I just started with a Google form and said, look, I have this idea of, uh, tell me if you're interested, here's my thesis for the community. There are going to be jobs. It's going to be like discuss marketing tech, uh, discuss events. And I put a very basic Google form up. It's just like name, email, let me know, right? That's it. Mm -hmm. And then, 
and I still use that same exact form today. I added a couple things like, first of all, how'd you hear about the group? So that if, if someone's like, oh, Benji sent me, uh, then great. I can almost definitely assume that this is an amazing person. Uh, I, I then added another field later on that said, uh, that asked everyone for their LinkedIn profile because it started to shift to mostly people who I don't know. And sometimes it's through personal referral. Sometimes now my community has gotten on a couple of lists. Uh, um, I'll, I'll be in a group like there's this incredible connector and mention everything Jeff Pulver, uh, who runs 140 Conf and a million other things. And, uh, uh, and so I was at one of his events and, and so he's telling me, uh, so he's telling his audience, they've got to go check out serial marketers. Right. And so, mm -hmm. so, so now I just need to be able to see who these people are. And now overwhelmingly it's people who are in that second degree. So it's still word of mouth. Like I could probably do more to promote it. I've just been the past several months. I've been building up the, community's own page on LinkedIn, you'll see I'm not a great community manager right now. Zero Marketers doesn't have a dedicated uh, Twitter handle. Like, like there's so much more I could do. Yeah. And, and this is also where I've got a long list of freelancers and others who I love to start hiring. And this is also where some of the monetization comes into play because I could use a designer, I could use an SEO person, I could use a web developer, I, I, I can use you know a community manager for my community. I you know, I have an editor to do some of the stuff. I could use someone to really run the blog that I, uh, that I recently launched for the community. So, so there, you know, my, my wish list is really long, but it's like, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. So why, for anyone listening, why should they join serial marketers? What is a serial marketer? So, so, and, and this is one of those things that's, that's come up where it's, you know, very much about the, the psychographics rather than pure demographics because like uh, uh, there there are are some people who are are fairly like young and hungry come out of school and like might not necessarily identify as a serial marketer yet but they're already very giving right they're already very eager to shit to learn as much as possible and share what they've learned they're builders it, which might mean their own business it might mean just very and a very entrepreneurial person uh, within a it could be an incredibly rigid and corporate organization terrific um, but but there there's something where it you know it does play a bit with that serial entrepreneur mindset uh, but for someone who's gravitated toward those marketing roles the other thing I also love is is I sometimes get these almost like apologetic or very humble notes from people who say hey you know I don't have marketing in my title. I, I, I've never been a marketer, but marketing is either an important part of what I do. Maybe I'm a founder or a, a, a business owner, or maybe I'm in sales or human resources and, and marketing is really important to my own role. Or maybe I just really need to know, maybe I'm in HR and I'm going to be hiring a lot of marketers and I need to understand more about how they think and what, media they consume what events they go to and things like that uh and and i love that because because look like you know as much as possible this is a, a community around marketing but diversity is important and that is true in terms of the gender split and it's it's true in terms of race and and 
it's true that like I, I love the fact that more people are joining from all over the world and it's just different perspectives but most important it's like I, you know, just how can you learn from someone who in some way is different from you and and it could be like I, I, ben you and i look a lot alike we come from a lot of similar backgrounds and, and could have just wildly different experiences and that's terrific right mm -hmm. so so just uh, 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 and then what also starts happening is look like we start to get a number of, of people who were into SEO that started joining the community. Now, when someone posts an SEO question, there's a guy I'm not related to, Jason Berkowitz, who uh, will respond so quickly, right? And William Alvarez, and there, there's some wonderful people in the community who formed their own channel. There wasn't an SEO channel before Jason said to me, I'd like there to be one. I think there's a great core of people around this to discuss these issues. I said, great, but if I just put this up there, no one's gonna care, no one's gonna join. And I, you know, I, I, like, I don't even know who, who are the best, most active people who should be part of it, Jason. I'm like, Jason, if you wanna essentially be the channel host, mm -hmm. run with it. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll help spread the word about it. And he did that. and. I, it's one of our best channels and that happened really quickly. And so then as things come up, like if you're you know, an expert in something like, you know, get stuff that comes up these days, say about Shopify or D2C commerce, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the more different kinds of people you have in this group, then the more who are gonna be on hand and, and raise their hand. And first of all, it could be a business opportunity for them, but, uh, uh, but it could also just be like, look, I can point you in that right direction and uh and that's this is also where as size does help in that regard and having that right mix of people who can constantly uh uh help others figure out what they need nice that was really really good david so before i let you go i'd like to just ask you question quick questions and you give me quick responses okay great yeah let's do it who's the best marketer out there right now Who's the who's the best marketer out there? I'd say Black Lives Matter. Uh, you know, and it's not a who, but like hot damn for uh, you know for an organization, whether you call it organized or decentralized or yeah, I'm not the best person to even understand how far it, it spreads and how well it's organized. But but what, like to to be able to change uh, public opinion that quickly and to have uh, and and to have uh, this be a rallying cry for such diverse audiences and and this go from being a black thing to being a world thing right it's not even an american thing anymore it's like like hot damn i i, I think there, there are just so many case studies that need to be written on how the hell that happened because uh because uh i'm I, i'm just stunned and, and so impressed by that success yeah, well, very well said. I watched a documentary last night on Netflix called 13th. I highly recommend it. It's incredible. Great. So what's your favorite marketing book that you recommend? Uh, my favorite marketing book uh, is, uh, I, I'd say, How Brands Grow by Byron Sharp. Uh, it's, it's concise. It's, you know, it's like 200 pages. It's full of research. And I probably learned more about the fundamentals of marketing from that book. And he, he's written a sequel that I've read and he's got a massive textbook that I have right uh, behind me here within arm's reach that I'd never really look at, but, uh, but it, it's, it's really, really good. I'm definitely going to order that one. So 
what do you think the future of marketing is? Uh, you know, I, I think that the the future marketing is, is just so so much. Around, I, I mean, there's so many cliches out there, but it but it is around uh, getting back to that emotion of of how you connect with each other, like how you provide some kind of meaning. And I I, I think that that there are some of these marketers out there that get you know, just needing to take a stand for something, not just when, when things are, are really tough, whether it's uh, uh, be impacted by COVID or, or rallying around Black Lives Matter, uh, but just day to day, like, like uh, I, I think that, that people are gonna appreciate more and more what are the companies that are looking out for people and, 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 uh, and each other and, and wanna be part of the community in ways big and small. And what are those that'll say like, you know, they'll make their Instagram page black for a day uh, and then have a lot of issues with how they treat and promote people of color in their workforce, for instance, and, and, uh, and how, how, how well they even pay taxes in their community and support, you know, the local infrastructure there. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so, so I, I think that kind of thing where, where like, yeah, uh, like the idea of corporate social responsibility goes from this marketing plan to how do these businesses take responsibility, whether or not the government and other forms of uh, of that infrastructure that we have is is doing that. Like like we're just saying, it doesn't matter. We can have the strongest government. We can have uh, the most invisible. Whether or not we want that, like it doesn't matter. We're here. We're part of this. Uh, uh, we're dealing with actual human beings who are working for us, who are buying our products, and we need to be there for them. And I think that's going to transcend whatever's happening on whatever marketing channel you're using today. Wow. Right. So well said. So before I let you go, the last signature signing off question, if you could make the world a better place, what would you do and what would it be? Well, I, yeah, I, I just keep uh, improving how I can be as a listener in my, in my own small way. And I, I'd say this in like the, the microcosm of my, my own family and client interactions and everything like that to, uh, uh, to everything I'm doing and, and, and look like, like I, I think that uh, yeah, the, the quote, uh, again, it's, it's cliche, but it, but it's real and, uh, uh, and it's timely where uh, the, the Martin Luther King Jr. quote that the, uh, that the uh, arc is long, but it bends toward justice and, and I think that just seeing a lot of what's going on out there with just people coming together and and just trying to be there for each other as actual human beings and and, and you know we see a lot of those those negative moments out there and, and things are rough for a hell of a lot of people can't dismiss that but overall just the kinds of changes that that are happening on a side level like like the kinds of things. Yeah, I joked on Twitter that it, that it, it, it took more than 150 years, but I feel like I'm alive to to witness the Union winning the Civil War, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and I, I, damn, that took a long time. But I never thought that would happen in my lifetime, and I never thought that it would happen with a lot of a very prominent uh, a, a prominent Republican politicians and others, and and NASCAR and and organizations like that just being those to to uh, embrace that kind of change, right? Like the US mm -hmm. military embracing that change on, uh, to a, a very large degree. 
And so, so I think just, uh, uh, just, just being part of this you know, uh, arc that's bending toward justice and being part of that solution, I, I, I think it's a, uh, it, it, there's still so many reasons why, why this is the best time ever to be alive. Wow, that was beautiful. All right, David, thank you so much for joining the podcast. I really learned a lot from today's episode. And I'm confident that anyone listening also did. This was a powerful, awesome podcast. So have a great day and thank you, David. Oh, last one before I let you go, where can people yeah, find you? Uh, yeah, fine. Well, well if, it, if they go to uh, serialmarketers.net to request to join the community, uh, then be able to easily find me through there. Awesome. All right, David. Thanks so much, Benji. See ya. Yep. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, I'd appreciate it if you left a comment or left a review and subscribed. Have a great day.